Hello and welcome to the Magnetic Woman podcast with me, your host, Pandora Paloma, a visibility and business mastery coach bringing a unique fusion of strategy meets spirituality to visionary entrepreneurs across the globe. With 20 plus years of communications experience and five years running my own online business, I help women in the online space and creative industries get seen and scale to their next level. This has looked like tripling their income in a year, getting fully booked in six months, sold out programs and executing five figure launches. Personally, I run my own multi six figure business. And in this podcast, I give you a behind the scenes of how I do this, my life and my method. If you're a visionary entrepreneur, mover and shaker, and you're ready to meet more of your magnetism, welcome to my world. Hello, hello, and welcome to this episode of the podcast. I have been talking strategy and upgrades with my clients in all masterminds, but specifically in my expansion accelerator and expand to seven masterminds where I work with women who are scaling to six figures and in expand multi six and seven. And a lot of what we have been exploring in all of these conversations is really kind of what are the upgrades that I need to make to to hit those goals in 2024. And so I thought I would bring a few of the things or the core things that we have been speaking about in these conversations to you in this podcast today with the five upgrades that you need to make now if you want to hit multi six or seven figures in 2024. So let's begin, shall we? The first thing that you want to be feeling into as an upgrade is a team assessment. Now, the team that has got you to where you are now might not be the team that's going to get you to the next level. And I say that actually, you know, especially if you are at that six figure mark and looking to scale to multi six. What I'm going to do throughout all of these is give you both a personal example and a client example to kind of give you some context as to how this supports you to upgrade the results that you get. So yeah, like I say, the team that gets you to six figures isn't always the team that gets you to that multi six or seven. And a really good first step here is for you to understand what I what I call kind of CEO mapping, which is a document that I, I share with my clients at this level, which pinpoints who is doing what. So there's key areas of the business, you know, from sales to marketing to finance, who is doing what. And you as the CEO get to own, you know, these are the things that I want to own. These, This is my zone of genius. And then you, from that space, can look at the gaps. You know, where are the gaps here? And then who is going to fill those gaps? And from there, you can start to identify what is it, you know, that we need supporting within the business? Where are the gaps and and how are we going to fill them? Something that I find is really powerful at this level is writing a business manifesto. So we created one in the business and when I took on my new OBM, not so new now, she'd been with me about a year, I wrote a manifesto which is, this is what the House of Paloma stands for these are our values and why and this is you know as a from a business perspective how i expect you to behave and you know treat our community and our clients it really is that kind of big mission statement but also you know the real 
depth of who you are and how the business is run, how you want the business to be run. And, you know, you can get a real sense of someone as, you know, you're reading that to them, whether they are your person or not. It's really, really important and and, and equally important for you as the CEO to really know, like, why are you here? You know, it's that beautiful reminder of I'm here because this is our mission and this is how you as my OBM or my VA or my PA or my social media manager is going to support that mission. And it really kind of gives everybody a sense of belonging and, you know, knowing that they're here to support that mission. And then at this point, when you're reaching specific upgrades in the business, you might want to start setting some KPIs with the team. So this is your key performance indicators. You know, how will you know that they are performing well? You know, what does that look like for each of the teams? So I'm just about to start writing those for 2024 as we're actually expanding the team um, with a new sort of design-led VA. So it means it's going to be more of us. And of course, you know, I want to make sure that everybody knows what performance looks like for me from them. So a personal example of the upgrade of team assessment personally, you know, I was actually already at the at the multi-six stage. Um, at that point, I had a kind of VAPA and I knew that the level of support that I needed in the business was, was more than I was receiving. I, I needed an online business manager so that I could focus more on my zone of genius, which is content visibility clients, obviously, supporting my clients' strategy, ideation, and sales. So they're the kind of core elements that I drive within the business. And what was happening was a lot of that back-end tech stuff, funnels, you know, systems needed an upgrade. And so that's really where an OBM comes in. You know, they're, they're a business manager. And so what was really supportive was obviously, you know, I was being managed as much as I was managing that person. And I am not going to lie, it was a really, really, really difficult decision to make. Um, and my VA at the time, you know, had made some noise, actually, she didn't feel that she was the right person. And that really gave me permission to make that decision, which, you know, needed to be made. So it's not always going to be easy. I'm telling you that now, you know, that there will be people who have got to, you know, where you are and supported you to that place, but they may not be the people that get you to the next place. And that's really a choice, self-leadership, you know, as a CEO that you have to make. So a client example here, it's it tends to be quite similar, you know, really, really similar with a lot of my clients that, you know, the VA isn't the OBM or actually they need someone managing the business and them. And what I see a lot is that clients hire people based on the skills that they already have. And then it doesn't quite work out because they haven't identified the things that they want to own. And so what they've done is they've hired someone who has those same skills, but actually it means that that person can't go and do the things that you as the CEO um, can already do. And so it really is a case of like making sure that you look at the gaps, you know, because for example, you know, I'm ideation, I'm the visionary, I'm the like, I want to move things forward but I need someone behind me, you know, making that happen so that I can continue to be in my visionary phase. If I had someone as an OBM who was a real visionary, but, you know, wasn't able to put things to bed, you know, complete those tasks, complete those cycles, 
it would be basically me. (laughs) So I know who I am, my strengths, my weaknesses. And as such, you know, I I choose um, a team who can basically do the things that I know are just not my zone of genius. So the second thing when it comes to the upgrade is a visibility check-in. Are you truly showing up at the level of that income? This is a really huge piece as you move into multi six and seven, because there's a big upgrade in you owning your authority and really stepping into your legacy, the legacy that you are building. And this is where you're owning your truth in a way that you haven't before. And it's edgy. It's really edgy. And so the healing of the inner world that really stops you owning it has got to be a priority. And I see this, you know, where we get an up, we go to the next level, we upgrade to that level. And all of that stuff that we thought we healed, the not enoughness, the feeling safe to be seen, it comes up again because there is a, there's, there's bigger risks when you get to a bigger level, whether that's in holding more clients or having a bigger audience, you know, all of those things upgrade um, simultaneously. And so your priority is really giving attention to that inner world and really undoing the knots of limitations. Big things can come up at this stage, you know, new levels of imposter syndrome. Um, At this point, you know, you're really going to want to know what makes you unique, your unique approach, um, and feel really, really safe to say that, you know, with with real gusto. And so, you know, your, your priority is really, you know, understanding that, you came into this life with this dharma and you get to trust that that is you know that that is your dharma that is it this is what you're here to do and you get to be really discerning over what is going to support that journey and what is simply a distraction because let me tell you at these big up levels so many distractions will come up Oh, you say you want that, oh, but what about what about being over here? What about taking this direction? No, 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 no. This is the thing I want. You know, the amount of times you hit that up level and all of your old stuff comes up, it's because there's more for you to work through, to nurture, to dissolve, so that you can hit that next level, you know, ready, ready and and able. So I don't believe that the universe ever tests us, but I do believe that there are lessons, you know, and sometimes we, it, it, we get the thing that we want, but there's just a few hoops to jump through to be able to really hold it. So a personal example of this, the visibility piece for me was really allowing myself to be okay with being polarizing. I'm heretic in human design, which means I'm meant to have quite polarizing opinions. You know, when everyone's going right, you'll often find me going left in exploration of a different perspective. That's what makes me a good coach, right? I see possibility everywhere. I see solutions everywhere because I'm really good at looking at the other way, you know, and being open to other avenues. But a big piece also in my personal up level with visibility was being okay with people not liking me. You know, in being quite polarizing sometimes means I'm not for everyone. And, you know, a big piece of my own inner 
journey has been really being okay with that. What can often come with that is knowing that there are often some jealousy, some envy, some evil eyes in my field. And I manage manage this by clearing my energy field every day, every evening and sending those people love, you know, and, and in knowing that I'm always moving more towards my truth, it has helped me continue to feel safer to be okay with people not liking me. And that's that, you know, a lot of that came from me being quite jealous and envy, envious of people that I saw who seemed to have, you know, it better than me. And another really beautiful body of work that I did in my inner world was finding the pain in that, you know. So why does it trigger me that they have more than I have or they have a seemingly better life? And nurturing that part of me that also just really wanted to be seen and wanted the thing that they had and then turning that comparison back into my own power, knowing that there is nothing outside of me. So a big piece here, you can see in my own inner world of, 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 you know, allowing myself to become more visible. In terms of a client example, um, I thought this would be a really good one to share. So I have a client who, you know, was incredible in her automated systems, but wasn't really owning enough of who she wanted to or enough of what she wanted to own online. So we created a really sweet spot of activating live launches through her visibility, along with, you know, how she was being visible through her funnels behind the scenes. And the results have been really huge. She's pretty much doubling her income every month. And I think the reason why here is that, you know, automated systems are great, but you have to remember now that building know, like, and trust is so important. And personally, I believe that there's no point building these amazing funnels if then when people land on your website, your Instagram, you know, your podcast, if you have one of those, there's no, there's no value or content. And also at this stage, you're likely going to want to be really known for your work. So whether that's in the form of becoming an author or, you know, exploration of panels and events, you know, going global with your reach, the bigger visibility piece here really supports that. So just to kind of, you know, be aware that if you want to be visible and really build that authority at that stage, there's the visibility in your kind of in your community currently, but also how you get to be visible in other avenues, whether that is through automations or whether that is through um, PR, media, you know, events, collaborations and so forth. So the next piece is self-leadership. Self-leadership really big one. (laughs) I spoke to this in last week's episode of the podcast where I really spoke to how much I actually prioritize the business. So my life is pretty much built around the business. So, you know, I'll book my holidays in and around the business. Um, I will, you know, build my days off around the business. Um, I'd be building, you know, my my personal times around the business. And this has really supported me in the fact that I am able to do what I do in life because of my business. So I have to prioritize my business and I like in prioritizing my business because of the life it enables me to live. And that has really come from a place of understanding 
what my truest version of self-leadership is. And it really comes from self-discipline. You know, I'm a solo parent, co-parent. So, you know, obviously I, I run a household alone. And that means that, you know, there are certain priorities that I have that maybe someone who shares a household or the responsibilities of a household, you know, maybe um, experiences differently. And so for all of these things, you know, I know what it comes down to in terms of like, how am I able to live in the way that I live and do business in the way that I do business is self-discipline. You know, it really, really is kind of how much I prioritize me. And often it's, I mean, it's very healthily selfish, but I prioritize myself, my needs before anything else. It is the only way that I am able to hold what I hold in my life and in my business as co-parent mother and running a multi six-figure business into high sixes now. You know, it's, I'm holding a lot So my self-leadership is the anchoring of a daily practice. It is the continuation of my regulation practice. It is knowing my needs and meeting them. Whether that is eating well, sleeping well, or, you know, massages and, you know, energy healing on a monthly basis. All of those things are my priority because they enable me to be who I am in the world. And so if you want to upgrade to multi six and seven, you've got to start to tune into like how much more you are going to have to hold. You know, there's more responsibility at this point from clients or money. And what comes with that is also certain trade-offs. You know, so my self-discipline means that I am in bed by 9.30, 10 o'clock every night. My self-discipline means that I do prioritise, you know, eating well and exercising because if I'm sick, I'm not able to run my business in the way that I want to run my business. You know, I prioritise my pleasure and I give myself space to that, but only with the solidity of the foundations I've built in my business. So you can see it's, you know, that self-discipline. No one's going to get up and do it for you. And this is something that, you know, I know has always been a part of me, but it's something that I have really fine-tuned more and more and more as I have grown in the business. Naturally, getting to the multi-six and seven figure mark there is going to be more to hold. And who do you need to be to be able to hold that? And that is going to come from the way that you lead yourself, the way that you look after yourself. It has to be a priority. So that's my personal example. And I thought it'd be interesting to share with you, you know, a client example of self-leadership. Honestly, I've had clients leave partners after a year of working with me because the clarity they had of knowing that this person simply wasn't part of their story anymore was just too big to ignore. Um, I have had clients who, you know, know that they are in the drama, they're still in the drama and they have spent, you know, a year with me dissolving the drama in their life, in their business, knowing that that was the thing that was going to enable them to hold that multi-six mark. Self-leadership is self-trust. I'm going to say that again. Self-leadership is self-trust. Can you trust yourself? And if you can, 
then you will be able to meet the next mark of success, whatever that looks like for you. But you have to trust yourself because there will be people around you who will not trust it. You know, they might not be playing the same game as you. So you have got to trust yourself. You know, I've had clients come to me and we've reworked entire offers because it, it wasn't in line with who they were anymore. And then boom, first six figure launch that came from them trusting that the way that I'm working isn't serving me. It doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel good. And we tweak it and then they get the biggest result they've ever got. You know, and the big piece here again is that inner work, the inner love for yourself. You know, you have got to get comfortable with the uncomfortable and really owning your shadows as much as your light, because this is your freedom and this is your truth. And this is what will unlock your truest, truest potential. So the next piece is our systems and structures. We have something in the business, which is the triple S system. Systems and structures create spaciousness. I always say to my clients, you know, every problem that arises is a gift. It's a gift for us to see the lesson um, and how we can create solutions to problems. If there's no problems, you know, if we're not presented with problems, we can't refine our structure and our systems in order to create more spaciousness in the business. So at six figures, you'll likely have a smaller team, maybe you and a VA. At multi-six, you will need more people or you will need you know an OBM maybe you'll start needing kind of brand designers or social media supporters Um, and at this point with your clients you either will be holding more clients or less people but they're paying more and so the access to you will be different so your systems really is what allows you to hold that next level I thought I'd give you a personal example so We are in the process of kind of refining a handbook for all of our masterminds um, and we refine our onboarding process all of the time to make it super, super, super streamlined. We use Asana for the team. We make sure that we have monthly data reports. um, You know, an upgrade when we moved from six figures to multi-six was moving from MailChimp to Kajabi. You know, all of these things have supported the up level. Some of the bits or some of the systems that we've put in place that have been like totally game changing for me have been ad event for calendar management um, and the weekly emails that we send as a reminder to the team. So these things are kind of systems, small systems and structures and bigger ones that we've put in place to help us hold that multi six figure mark. A client example, I'm, I see this a lot, but I'm going to use this one as an example a client that's still in what I call like the nuts and bolts. They're still in the tiny details. And it's like, girl, like this is not going to support your, your growth because you're in, your fingers are in so many pies. And again, this comes down to that team assessment, but also what, you know, databases are you using that will support the growth that you want to see? So this particular client, we helped get clear on where she was spending most of her time. Um, why some of her clients weren't keeping up with the um, direction, the work within her course, and what support that she um, needed that could support that. So this looked like actually getting a co-coach to support the day-to-day management um, of her clients and some of the weekly calls. And then we looked more at what she could pass over to the team. And this really basically meant that she had a much, much, much better onboarding system for her clients so that it it was easier for them to keep up with the course. So she was supported, her clients were supported, and the process of, you know, start to finish of her container was top-notch. So systems and structures. 
So the fifth and final piece here is support. Like when you are looking to hit the multi-six or seven figures in your business, the biggest upgrade you're going to need is the level of support that you had. And of course, you know, so much of what I've shared in this episode of the podcast is the support within the team, from the team, but there's also the support that you yourself have. So my clients who are at this stage, they're in Slack with me pretty much every day. And the reason for that is there's moving parts. So we have the self-leadership. You know, we know what we're leading and why, we, why we're leading it, where we're going with it. But there is something incredibly special about having a really deep level of support in your business as you are moving through all of the things. So a personal example, I mean, I have been an, obviously an advocate for coaching over the last five years, the first few years of my business, I've been running a business for eight years now. Um, in the beginning, I was doing various things, teaching yoga, supper clubs. Um, it was only really when I got into my intuitive eating and living coaching that I realized that there were just a lot of things that I knew I could accelerate the speed of results being one of them. If I had, you know, someone who was a few steps ahead of me paving that way, I obviously come from a marketing background. So that stuff, like I had nailed, but there was a lot in mindset and sales and, and that leadership piece, you know, of really knowing how to set my boundaries with my clients and, um, you know, saying yes to the right things. There was, there was so much that I was able to grow into with the support of someone who, you know, could guide me in that with their, with their knowledge. So as a personal example now, um, as we approach 2024, I now have two coaches. I have just invested, um, about $47,000, um, in two levels of support, two very different types of support. And that is, of course, a lot of money, but it's in line with the year that I know that we'll have next year, which um, will be around 500000 in revenue. I always expect to get results that match 10% of what I've invested. So if I invest 30000 I make 300000 If I invest 20000 I make 200000 and so forth. So... I cannot tell you how powerful it is to, A, I think have that right community. I, I'm a real big fan of, of masterminds, um, both, you know, as a uh, having a business that has a mastermind model and, and being part of masterminds. Um, and also the support of someone in your corner who knows you, your business, your weaker spots, of which we all have them, you know. So many of us wait to feel ready for that support, but the wait for the readiness is in fact the limitation. It's the thing that is stopping us seeing the, the, the results that we want to see. So I thought it would be helpful here for me to give you th- sort of three questions that I would consider asking a coach that I was considering working with. And the first would be, when is the last time that you failed? Like a coach who says she's perfect is hiding something. And you want someone who A, understands problems and solutions and B, um, has like, is, is authentic and, you know, in integrity enough that she can admit or they can admit that they have made mistakes. So the first question would be like, when was the last time you failed? Um, 
what support do you have? I think is also really important. You know, I'm always really interested in who is coaching my coach. Um, and I think that that's a really valuable question, you know? So ultimately we as coaches are always growing and evolving. The best ones are growing and evolving. And so someone asked this recently and I was like, yeah, I'm actually doing a data course and I'm, um, you know, supported by this person and also this person. And actually it kind of really showed them who I was, um, as well, you know, in, in the support that I bring in, 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 into myself and of course the business, because it's the ripple effect. Um, and then the third question would be, what's your biggest value and why? And I feel like this is a really good question to understand and build that know, like, and trust. You know, I want to work with people who have similar values to me, you know, have a really similar mission statement um, and a really similar mission in this world. And knowing what their biggest value is means that I know that we will be aligned. So support in terms of a client example. Well, I thought about this one and a lot of my clients have been kind of burnt in bad masterminds or coaching programs. And so a reason why we don't allow ourselves the opportunity to upgrade in the level of support that we have is because, you know, we, we do have evidence that we weren't supported. So a lot of my clients, you know, when they come into my world, they say how they, they didn't expect to have so much contact with me or so much of my eyes on their business. And, you know, really the results that, that they get speak for themselves. And, you know, the fact that my clients stay with me for long periods of time. What I do know as, you know, someone who supports women at every stage of business is that the clients that do come into my world, you know, they are women who know that they want to make a difference. And so the example here is, you know, going back to something I've shared in this episode and continue to share, which is self-trust. Can you trust yourself enough to choose the right person, choose the right support, choose the right team? Can you trust yourself enough to make that investment and know that you'll make that money back? I have a bit of a game with anyone who comes into my world like how quickly can you make that money back? Knowing what you've just invested, let's play a game. How quickly can you make that back? And it just ignites a really, really incredible energy within them of anything is possible. I am limitless, you know, let's do this. Let's do the thing. Can you trust yourself enough to put your energy into these upgrades that will get you to your next level? Can you trust yourself enough to go to the depths of your being that you need to go to to dissolve the knots, dissolve the limitations. So much of entrepreneurship comes down to self-trust. So I hope this has been helpful for you today. I'm just going to do you a quick recap, the five upgrades you need to make now. If you want to hit your next level, but I'm specifically speaking to the, the, the multi-six or seven figures in 2024. The first is team assessment. The second is the visibility check-in. Are you really showing up at that level of income? The self-leadership piece. What are you prioritizing for you? The systems and the structures in the business. And then, of course, support. Even if you are not at the multi-six and seven phase of growth, I know that this episode will have given you some nuggets of inspiration and hopefully a catalyst for change in your world, in your business. A couple of things to share before we finish. If you are looking for support in building your 2024 strategy, 
I am holding a 2024 live strategy creation session next week. So head to the show notes and claim your space. For anyone who books that, you will get my six-figure launch report for free. And if you have listened to this today and there is a fire in your belly to get yourself from six figures to multi-six, and you would like my support in helping you do that, again, head to the show notes and look for the Expand to 7 Mastermind link. I have one space opening up in January and I would love it for, you, for it to be yours. That's all from me today. Wishing you so much love, so much magnetism from my corner of the world to yours. Have a beautiful, beautiful day and a beautiful rest of your week. Remember that you are magnetic. Magnetic.